0: Work, stream shows, or finish homework without missing a beat. Discover the convenience for yourself and see if you're eligible for a free trial at att.com slash in car Wi-Fi. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi Hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicles and operation compatible device and vehicle require. Summer is almost here, and I'm so excited to go on vacation with my kids next month. We love going anywhere warm with the beach. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This project is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease.
1: Wind Down with Jana Kramer, an iHeartRadio podcast.
0: Okay, well, I'm back in Nashville. Um, and I have to be honest with y'all. I feel like I'm having a little mini breakdown. <laughs> um, I think it's interesting to go from well first of all i've been for the last month i've been in connecticut filming and it was such a an amazing experience um it's a christmas movie i can't say the title yet but it's coming out uh later this year in december for um one of the lifetime movies um and it was such a fun experience and i think coming back from that world has been a harder transition than I thought it was going to be. Like I knew amazing Hillary just popped on. So this is awesome. Um, I I texted my, uh, producer and was like, I need a therapist and I need a stat like stat. <laughs> so thank you, Hillary, for, for, for coming on and joining. I was just kind of saying, like, obviously I talked to you when I was in Connecticut and, I, I knew like it was going to be weird kind of coming home, but it, today it just hit me like a ton of bricks and was like, and I, I don't know if it was because I was in a world where it was just this bubble of like positive energy and, um, you know, positive people around me and I was working and I didn't, I wasn't in that reality, even when, you know, um, the, the divorce was finalized I still had to, I, I cried about it, but then I had to go, okay, I have to walk into work now. So now I have to buttoned up really fast and, and go to work and then coming home. And obviously I'm so happy to be back with the kids, but it's just like, oh crap. Like this is my reality, not the reality of like being in this amazing movie set with really positive energy. So how do I walk through that? Cause I feel like I'm like, I mean, I just had a total cry fest about 30 minutes ago, just like it's just, it's weird. I don't, I don't even know how to like put it. Does it even make sense what I'm saying?
1: Yeah, I mean, to me, you're talking about this like very painful, but very authentic kind of coexistence of these two truths. I mean, which is that you're in the middle of this terrible, deep grief and mourning, which is going to keep evolving. And evolution doesn't just mean it gets better and more positive and easier. It also means that, you have dark nights of the soul where it feels unbearable and there's certain moments or seasons or events or circumstances that will kind of bring that to bear. And I I just want to offer that, like, even though obviously the movie set can't be your literal reality and it has some, you know, lovely aspects to it that aren't like, um, you know, scalable on a day-to-day basis, both are true. You know, that you have this lovely, amazing professional life and these wonderful, supportive group of friends um, that lift you up and in their presence, you fly, you know, and you, you get a glimpse of yourself, like sort of in this other new way. And that's as true as the grief that you experienced when you came home, I'm sure, and felt the emptiness of the house in a profound way and the change in your lifestyle in a really deep way. And and so I I, I don't know if, if we're in a position where we can just make the grief get better, but at least to widen the perspective around that just like both are true, deep grief, deep grief and like deep precious growth, you know, that just both are true.
0: Yeah and I I love that and I hear that and I also with that being said how do I like I'm I'm like will I get to a place where this doesn't affect me as much <laughs> cuz it's like I I would love to get out of this space I I was reading some comments and people were like I'm so sick of hearing about and I'm like well I'm sick of feeling it yeah you know like I so and that's where, you know, I got upset earlier today because I'm just like, I don't even know what to talk about anymore because I'm like, I I obviously want to be authentic and I want to be open and I want to share. But I can only share certain things because I don't want my kids to read certain things. I don't want the press to pick up, you know, how I really feel about my ex or like, you know, it's like I there's so many things that I don't, you know. I'm trying to keep everything kosher, but I'm and inside, I'm like battling all these things that have been really hard to battle that it feels like, it, I think it's tough because I have been so open and honest about everything. And even when my ex and I were talking about infidelity, I didn't feel alone, but now I feel probably the most alone I've ever felt because I'm actually not being able to authentically share everything that's like on my heart. And I think that's like, been the hardest thing because it's like, it's like two different uh, spaces where I'm like, I want to be so authentic, but then like, I can only be so authentic without hurting people or having that energy out there or causing more chaos with my ex or, you know, so it's like, I don't know like who to be or how to be or what to say or like, and it's such a weird reality when the last five years of my life, I've been so open and so honest in those trials and things that most people would never talk about. So now I'm supposed to like not say anything. And, and I'm, I don't know like how to like walk that path. Help yeah. me. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, the, the pain and grief that comes from what you're having to embody in this sort of, I, let me, let me step back. I think every marriage that ends in a divorce has what I like to call like an after marriage And after marriage, right, which is the new season of what your relationship is and what all the feelings are around this new, quote, relationship that has its own season. And in my experience as a clinician, that season lasts for a year or two, depending on the circumstances, depending on if kids are involved. And so to kind of start where you started, the idea that you would be in a different place than you are now that is being proffered by i don't know fans or people who follow you etc um is is not the norm I, I i wouldn't not only would i not expect to see it if i did see it i would be concerned that there was suppression of the grief that there was suppression of the trauma there's an entirely new relationship you have to build with your after marriage that is just at its infancy stages And I know that's not like amazing, great news, but I think it's just a truth. And the answer to the question, will you feel better? Will you not always feel like this? Absolutely. Of course. And no no doubt. Like that's an unequivocal yes from my standpoint and my experience. It's just not not now. This is pretty brand new, even though I know it feels like you've been doing a bunch of heavy lifting for a lot of days now In, in kind of terms of a marriage with children that's ended and um, your public profile and all the hurt that we see and don't see, it's its pretty early on. And I, I think in, in terms of the actual question, like, how do I manage that? How do I manage that? There's, I'm sure, an evolving acceptance of the truth of what you're dealing with. Like, you're having to embody this pretty heroic role, right? Where you're holding the line, you're holding that boundary, I suppose, on behalf of your kids for the most part, right? Yeah. And I, I, I guess that that is in these like darkest moments. I think the thing that you have to most lean into is like this boundary is for them and them only. That's it. And um, that's it. And that's everything. Right. And, and that's like I always call it like hero's work. You know, this is hero's work. That, that is the motivation. That is the inspiration. And it couldn't be harder because, of course, in a lot of ways, it would be better if you could just feel le- more integrated, you know, that you weren't having to separate out your feelings in different contexts mm-hmm. of your life. And, and so I, I think that's part of why you're suffering so much. It's really, really difficult and having to accept at least that current truth is is really, really hard. You feel a bit split right? and not totally authentic and not totally supported and seen in all the ways that you deserve to be supported and seen because of all of this.
0: Yeah, like I would love to be able to express and share certain things, just like I did with the, the past stuff. So that way I don't feel as alone in certain situations. But yeah, I mean, I, I think I'm just, I don't know who like, I, I guess I had this, um, I called a friend, yeah, about 30 minutes ago and was just like, started crying. I was like, I don't even know like who I am. Like, who am I? Like, what's my story? Like, what am I like, you know, what, why do I like, I just, I just feel lost. And I think it is because I had shared so much previously that now I just, and yes, I've shared, but like, there's still so many things that like, I would love to, um, you know, um, let out. And I guess it's, it, it, I've just never done it like privately. Like, you know, I've always just like been sharing, like sharing and like, okay, this is like what I'm going through. But now that, yeah, I have, you know, kids to protect. And then also, I mean, I, I, I think um, it's, I think there's something too, to be said where I just don't want any more conflict with my ex. So I'm like, well, if I shut up, then, you know, he won't be mad at me even though he has no reason to be mad at me. Right. You know, so, I mean, sure. I've of course played my parts in the marriage, like I've said um, before, but with the, the ending of it, it's like, and he even knows, like he even said, he's like, you could run me over with a bus if you wanted to. Um, but I, I don't, I don't want, I just like, I don't want that, that anymore, but I also want to share my experiences and, and, share all that but then it's like but I don't want the 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 flack from from that and I want that to go away but then I'm like okay then then what am I sharing like who am I like is it just I don't know it's just confusing
1: I get that. There's a, there's an identity loss here, Mm -hmm. right? I mean, both kind of personally and publicly, I I, I really, I'm I'm really taking that in. And that, that is, I'm sure, totally disorienting, Mm -hmm. which prompted that call, like, well, who am I if I'm not this Mm -hmm. and feeling boxed in and not kind of free and, and spontaneous, like in theoretically you hope to, in the aftermath of, of, of this kind of shift, you know, that you start to feel like, more um rather than like expansive rather than narrow right Mm -hmm. and i guess you're feeling narrowed right now which is a very difficult painful place to be i i I would i would offer that i i imagine this will be evolving uh, meaning that there might be another time and space where your story is able to be delivered in a way that um isn't so current and isn't so conflictual Mm -hmm. and um where uh your kids are a bit older and can um hold all the sides um so this might not be like the ending to the story right and um the word that keeps coming to mind as you're talking um about it is grace you know grace and being able to ground yourself in the grace of what you're doing
0: Whether you're looking for a contract job for the summer or a new full-time role, turn to Express Employment. Interviewing with Express Employment Professionals can be as easy as a phone call and one application with Express puts you in the running for numerous opportunities in your community. Don't go in your job search alone. Visit expresspros.com today. You wake up with a sore throat and a low-grade fever. You know you're getting sick. Your choices are, well, get sicker and miss work hope to see a doctor this week or sit hours in a crowded urgent care waiting room. Nope, not me. I have a smarter option because listen, as a mom, we cannot afford to get sick. So therefore moms, I got something for you. My medical emergency kit. Every home should have at least one medical emergency kit. Order yours online in minutes. Your kit will be rushed to your door. Get 15% off at twc.health slash Janna and use promo code Jana. That's promo code Jana at twc.health slash Oh, You know what I'd love to talk about is gaslighting because I feel like the, the term is, is used a lot. And I, I've, I, I didn't honestly know what it was. So can you just kind of give a broad spectrum of what gaslighting is and, and, and all of its traits and where it comes from?
1: Yeah. So the idea of gaslighting, which is actually a super old concept is, is the idea of sort of using kind of emotional ma- manipulation to make the receiver of that energy or that dynamic kind of question their own reality or, emotional experience
0: mm-hmm. and <laughs> I feel like in those r- types of relationships too, the person that's gaslighting doesn't know doesn't won't like say that they're gaslighting like they'll continue to still make you feel crazy and I think that's like the part where I've I've been stuck for you know in my past relationships
1: yeah that's the key element of gaslighting That that that's that that's the core of it. The pain of it is that the person doing the gaslighting is committed to denying that the dynamic is occurring. And that is because there's sort of a a protection of uh, their own wound, their own vulnerability, their own responsibility, their own accountability. So it's sort of like a almost like a uh, like there's a, a frenetic energy around denying your reality in the service of protecting theirs, which is, I did nothing wrong. I have nothing to be accountable for. I have nothing to look at. I have nothing to deal with. I'm not responsible here.
0: So when you know that that person's doing it, how can you not let that gaslighting person affect you? Because I think that's where I struggle with, have had struggled with the most in the past is like, they make you question your craziness so good (laughs) that you're like, maybe I am crazy, but then really comes to find out that you're not. And it's, you know, here's the proof A through Z. But even when you're out of that situation, how do you not let that still creep in Mm. to not um, letting them affect you in that way? Yeah.
1: Well, you kind of started where I was going to start, which is that how one doesn't let intense pathological gaslighting impact them is uh is sort of an unanswerable question meaning the only way to not have it impact you is to leave Mm -hmm. if it's toxic and pathological right there's that no matter how psychologically savvy and sturdy you are one cannot be um not impacted by having that kind of toxicity sort of put upon them so my general uh, advice is if you find yourself in that kind of situation to find support and help in exiting the situation. But what you're talking about is the aftermath because there's uh collateral damage that happens, right? You start questioning yourself and feeling um, a sense of disorientation that what your experience tells you might not be correct, and can feel a lack of groundedness and connectedness. So I think it's, it's It's critical to regard that as as a a trauma of sorts and to do some trauma work, to deal with the grief, to deal with the depression, to deal with the anxiety in a very slow and deliberate way and ideally in a professional setting. And then as you start to reemerge in kind of the aftermath of that trauma, to be surrounding yourself with people who are available for sort of vulnerable, supportive, messy discussions and reflections. Mm -hmm. So I think it's about the inside work and then about what your life looks like and feels like as you kind of reemerge from that trauma.
0: Yeah, for sure.
1: I I was going to say too, that I think when you find yourself going down that path you know to be very deliberate about that moment of sort of questioning yourself or doubting yourself to really be like very deliberate about how you talk to yourself in that moment to kind of have enough mindfulness that you step outside yourself this might sound um um overly simplified, but even picturing like a red stop sign, stop, you, you know, that you're literally interrupting the dynamic, the like neural pathway that goes from like, oh, this happened to like, I'm wrong, I'm bad. Cause that's what we do. We develop like a, an automatic a sort of a path to like something bad happens and you're all the way to like, I'm bad, I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. I'm not valuable. And being able to interrupt that and stop it and talk yourself through it. like Wait a minute, what's happening here? What is my intuition telling me? What part of that feels right? What part of that is resonating with me? And to be able to kind of reparent yourself back to trusting your own voice and to kind of tolerate moments. Maybe you don't get it right. Maybe you do get it right. Sometimes that's what um um relying on our own intuition looks like right we we never get it right all the time but being able to build like a new relationship with ourselves around listening to ourselves because gaslighting takes us outside of ourselves mm-hmm. we have to go back
0: in it's that's like it's just so hard to do though i mean because it's like you know even when people are like oh you're strong and i'm like no i'm not i'm weak and i'm this and then it's like the the negative voices that we feed into ourselves and then even like you know the other night when I had just gotten home from Connecticut and I was home alone. I was like, oh, I miss, you know, I I miss my, my family. And then I'm like, okay, what do I, what do I miss? Am I missing? Am I actually missing Mike or am I missing? And it's like that when you start to really break it down, you're like, okay. And then you can get back into, you know, um, a healthier mind frame around it. But it is very hard when you start telling yourself certain things that, when you really separate it out and you're in your right brain, it's like, okay, no, this is what I miss. I just miss that. You know, I hate that this happened. Then I miss my kids upstairs. But like if I was to do this again, I wouldn't go through it again. You know, I wouldn't. Yeah. And yeah. it's good to sit that down. But in those moments, it's very hard because I'm like, I miss him. And then I'm like, wait a minute, let's take it. Take a beat. What do you miss? And then you're like, okay.
1: Yeah. It, it couldn't be harder and yeah. you won't do it every time, right? Sometimes our emotions just take over and they get the best of us. You're right, it's emotional heavy lifting in the middle of grief, it couldn't be harder. So it's good that you're saying that out loud, both to like validate it for yourself and for your listeners that like, that is the most difficult thing to do is like to stand up against those voices. But I I had a thought that, you know, when you have those moments where you're thinking, People say to you, "You're so strong," and in your head, you're thinking, "Like I'm. So, that's not true. I'm weak." You know all of that, and that sort of conflict about how people see you, how you really feel inside. I think it's so important. You know, I was talking at the beginning about like feelings coexisting, and how important it is to lean into that truth. You can feel like strong and weak at the same time; like both can be so true, and to be careful not to exile those parts of you that are like super useful that are, are, have a lot of important information to tell us. Like the part of you that's quote weak, which I'm putting in quotes mm-hmm. is really important to keep close to us, not to exile it and kind of call it bad and try to make it not a part of us, but to bring it close. Like, what are you trying to tell me? Like kind of what you just were talking about. What's the weak quote, weak voice trying to tell me, Oh, I'm sad. I'm missing this part of this dream, this narrative I had about what my life was supposed to be is, is, is different now has fallen apart and how that makes me feel. So like not so quickly exiling those sort of "Quote bad parts of yourself, they're good. They're like super important for us to get closer to, not get far away. So maybe that helps in this like darker part of where you are right now to like invite those pieces in, so you can learn more from them mm-hmm. rather than feel like oh they're so bad. I just want them to go away.
0: Yeah, no, I love that. I I do appreciate that a lot. And thanks for hopping on. I know you. Uh, I know you have a very busy day, so I appreciate the time that you do give us here at Windown. We we appreciate you very much."
1: So good
0: to see you. You too, honey. I'll talk to you soon on my next breakdown. All right, <laughs> okay. All right love. It, okay, bye. bye. Um, you know what's interesting about that is I actually have um, I've got this. I've got so many notes on my phone. One of the things that I said, you know, I I write um, <laughs> instead of saying negative things to my ex, I've got a, a, literally a full notepad of just everything I want to say when I'm having a bad day, um, and I just. I sometimes will even put an email form, but I'd click, you know, delete, just getting it out. Sometimes is very helpful because there's a lot of emotions that come with, um, you know, being in this, this season. Um, and then, yeah, when I do miss, you know, cause there's times when of course I'm, I miss my ex and to be able to sit down and go, okay, yes, there was good moments here, but would I go back here? Here's what I don't miss. And then it's like, okay, yeah, I, I don't I don't want to go back to that. Like this is this is a healthier, but it's still it's still hard. And so if you're struggling with that, like it's it's OK to still have those feelings. I do, too. It's normal, I think. <laughs> but um, but with the negative things I have realized, you know, just write them down because they feel really good to get out. Just don't send them because it's not going to get you anywhere. Um, let's take a break. And then I'm going to go through a few of the things that you guys wanted me to talk about um uh, from my Instagram the other day.
2: Hey there. Did you know that May is Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month? Macy's is celebrating by highlighting some cool AAPI owned brands like Cardon, Kaja, Amelia George, and Hey Mave. I mean, I love that a big brand like Macy's is supporting Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month. It's important. But you know what? The best reason to check out these brands is that they're just really awesome. Seriously, you need to check them out. And you know what else? You have a great opportunity to open up access to college for AAPI students and help them succeed by donating to APIA scholars. APIA is the nation's leading nonprofit organization devoted to the academic, personal, and professional success of Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander students. You can donate online or just round up your purchase at Macy's when you check out. So do what you can to help. Join Macy's and round up your purchase to the nearest dollar at checkout to support APIA scholars. Shop Asian American and Pacific Islander owned brands at Macy's.com or in store.
0: Whether you're looking for a contract job for the summer or a new full-time role, turn to Express Employment. Interviewing with Express Employment professionals can be as easy as a phone call and one application with Express puts you in the running for numerous opportunities in your community. Don't go in your job search alone. Visit expresspros.com today. You wake up with a sore throat and a low-grade fever. You know you're getting sick. Your choices are, well, get sicker and miss work, hope to see a doctor this week, or sit hours in a crowded urgent care waiting room. Nope, not me. I have a smarter option. Because listen, as a mom, we cannot afford to get sick. So therefore, moms, I got something for you. My medical emergency kit. Every home should have at least one medical emergency kit. Order yours online in minutes. Your kit will be rushed to your door. Get 15% off at twc.health/jana and use promo code jana. That's promo code jana at twc.health/jana. So we were talking about different kind of co-hosts to have on the show um, and different guests that we can have on. And, uh, one of the topics that you brought up, which I think is really interesting is about, um, uh, good guys. (laughs) (laughs) My favorite topic, (laughs) your favorite topic, but do they really finish last, you know? Um, and I thought that was a interesting, um, topic that we can talk about but also if you guys want if you have any guest co-host ideas or um, other topics that you want us to talk about what's the email again (laughs) because i never remember
3: (laughs) wind Wind down down. iheartradio.com wind down at iheartradio.com but we started we talked about nice nice guys because have you watched this show f boy island on hbo max
0: i have not watched anything like i haven't watched sex life i I am like i'm so far behind So I need to like start. First of all, sex
3: life is amazing. Sex life is literally amazing. Not just because of the like.
0: Sex. (laughs) (laughs) Is it like Bridgerton?
3: Yeah, it's it's pretty it's pretty aggressively soft porn. Like it's not further than that. But that wasn't what I loved. What I loved about it was like the topics that it made me think about. Mm. Is there someone for everyone? Is the good guy? The one you actually want, and it really goes into that, just like f boy Island,
0: yeah, that would be interesting, yeah,
3: do you think you would like <laughs> a good guy, like an all around good guy?
0: I mean, I think that's like what we all want and deserve, <laughs> you know, and I think that's um, I mean, I definitely think that that's what we deserve. i I have had not, I've had a very bad picker. (laughs) Um, And do you think you're more attracted? Like, could you be attracted
3: to the good guy or do you lose attraction quickly?
0: Okay, so I mean, how do I, like, I think it's one of those things where you or I, I have had good guys in my past that I could easily walk all over. And that's not good because they got hurt in the end. I hurt them. I didn't feel good about myself, but I can't have the guys that are just like, yes, whatever you want, Jana. Like that to me is like, I need some like push and pull. I need the the good guy, but that also has a backbone. And that's what I'm looking for. That's
3: fair. (laughs) I think we have to teach ourselves and I'm not an expert, but you sort of have to teach yourself to like the good guy because for whatever reason, you're chemistry your makeup is attracted to to not that Mm -hmm. the good guy might seem boring to you
0: yeah no for sure and it's like the the fights might you know I'm I'm used to explosive and finding awful things but I don't want that anymore but then at the same time like that's been the drama in my life for the past you know 10 plus years so it's like I I would love to just be comfortable with someone that respects me and, you know. You and I have
3: talked about this because there is a chemical release that happens.
0: Really? When you fight? <laughs>
3: <laughs> because you and I have talked about it, that sometimes you almost want to go back to the bad guy just to make yourself feel better for a minute, which does work, but it only works for a minute.
0: It doesn't feel good in the end. <laughs> I know. I'm no. like, I would rather, and that's like, Sometimes when I look at my mom and her relationship, it's like, he's such a good guy. And yeah, he probably like drives her crazy. But at the end of the day, she's just like, you know, he's just such a good guy. And I'm like, I just, I'm like, I want that. I want just a good guy. And like, where the fights can be over, you know, um, being a little passive and in text versus, oh, you cheated on me (laughs) or like,
3: but but how long, how old was your mom when she started that that relationship?
0: Yeah. I mean, five years ago, she was divorced for 15 plus years.
3: I think, and this is just the journey for you, as you're getting older, I think you are going to enjoy that good guy
0: more. I definitely, I mean, like, I definitely hear you on that. Um, I mean, obviously, I know some good guys right now. I mean, (laughs) you know, Yeah, I mean,
3: look, tell me a little bit about that. What? Okay, so pretend we don't know who you're talking about, but you're talking about a good guy.
0: He's a good guy. Yeah.
3: You're working hard to have a great friendship with with the potential of more. What makes you nervous because he's a good guy? Like what is your what goes on in your head or body that freaks you out?
0: I think for me it's like outside noise number one to my kids and just like not not being ready and then and then because I'm not here here honestly it's me I'm I'm because I'm not ready to accept the good guy yet I don't think I deserve it and that's where my issue is and that's where I'm like if I were to date this person right now I would probably end up sabotaging it and ruining it and and not being and, and ruining something that I could see be f- a f- potential forever relationship. um. And I, I'm like, I have to get to a place where I actually feel like I deserve the good guy because I'm so used to hearing the last seven years just negative things thrown at me about who I am and what I am and how I, it's like, we're, so now I'm like, okay, that's, so that's who I am. So I'm trying to break that narrative so that way yep. I can be open to, that good guy it's just you know I mean I was abused when I was 19 you know so it's like okay no I'm 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 meant to be grabbed and I'm meant to be hit and it's like now I know now I know like that I don't deserve that anymore and I'm would never allow a guy to hurt me having said that I've had 20 plus years of trauma of abusive relationships that I'm like I still somehow in small part of me, still thinks inside of me that maybe I do deserve that. And that's the part that I have to break or I will. And yeah. I, I, I even hate to say that because like nobody deserves that. And I know it's that. So like, normal. Yeah. It's
3: so normal because we get so used to what we know. Mm-hmm. I want to go backwards. When you said outside voices, we explain what that means what does outside voices mean? It's like
0: media. It's people. It's like, oh, you can't move on too fast. You can, Like Amanda Klutz. Okay. I actually was talking to my friend, Caitlin Crosby, about this because she's friends with her. And I go, you know what? Tell her I love her. And I, I appreciate her just sharing her story and her authenticity because obviously her husband died from COVID um, last year. And she had mentioned that she's... I, I don't know if she's dating or she says she's open to dating, and people were like, "How could you date like when your husband just died a year ago?" It's like, why can't you just let people grieve how they want to grieve, date when they want to date, and be happy? And that's like, but for me, because I have, I don't know what it is about me. I don't know if it's because I'm a people pleaser, if it's because I, I'm just so worried what people think or they make assumptions because of my past, because I always feel like I'm like climbing up a ladder trying to be like, but I was 19, but he tried to kill me, but I we were only married for a week, but he cheated on me. It's like, but I'm like always trying to like asterisk my past that I'm like, yeah. okay, people will just see this and then go, oh, well, of course she's moving on fast with Graham or whoever, because, you know, she's, you know, she blah, blah, blah. I'm like, why should I King care what people think? Why can't I just be happy? Why can't Amanda be happy? Well, you know, like, come on. Yeah, it's hard not to. You should read this. So there's
3: this comedian, Patton Oswalt, and he had... Let's get him on the show, Amy. Yeah, no, wait till you hear. It's so amazing. So he had this beautiful marriage and wonderful family, and his wife tragically died. Like, it was out of nowhere. And soon thereafter, he married Meredith Salinger, who's this actress, like, from the kind of 90s-ish, 80s, 90s. And... The same thing happened to them where the, whether it's the press or the noise or Instagram followers had a lot of judgment. And I remember someone else wrote this beautiful Facebook post explaining why you really need to let people do things when they feel they need to do them. Mm -hmm. And I'll find it for you because it summed it up so amazingly. And now he, thank God, has this amazing marriage with Meredith Salinger. Whether or not somebody else thought it was too soon,
0: mm-hmm.
3: drowning out the noise is so hard. Like, are you able to be better about it at all now?
0: You know what is like the worst of it is. I still think that I, I still think that I care what my ex thinks about me. Where I'm like, why well, do I don't want him to think that I'm like, you know, because because of past conversations, like, oh yeah, you're just you know doing what you do. And I'm like, no, that's not who I am. Like, it's like where I still feel like I have to like prove that like I'm worthy and that I'm lovable and that I'm enough and like that I'm, you know, that I'm not repeating patterns or so I think it's just, I want to get to a place where I don't care what anyone thinks, my ex, the people, the, and I'm, I'm getting there, but it's just a hard, um, you know, have
3: you ever studied the Hoffman method?
0: No, but I'm here for whatever.
3: <laughs> like, okay. So like, Oliver throw a Hudson. Book at me. Yeah. We should get Oliver Hudson on, you know, Kate Hudson's brother. Because oh, yeah, he so has sweet. a lot of people don't I think it's sort of like maybe like AA, I don't want to speak out of school where you it's very anonymous, but mm-hmm. he I don't feel bad saying it because he's publicly talked about it. Okay. But I think it, you have to go away for a week though. No cell phone. Oh the,
0: yeah, Hoffman. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I I know exactly. Um Yes. I know exactly what that, I've I've looked into it. I want to do it. Yes. All of it. Yeah.
3: You just need to find a week, but it's hard. Like, do you think you could give up your cell phone? No cell phone, no books, no TV, no anything for a week. And you kind of immerse yourself in this method.
0: So I did for, there's a place called Onsite. It's very similar. And that's where I've kind of, um, I have, not followed through completely with the Hoffman, like for the week process of it, because I'm like, well, I feel like I did that at onsite, which is the same thing I gave my cell phone. Like I did all of that. So yeah, no, I definitely could. And honestly, it would be really nice to not have my phone on me.
3: (laughs) From what I understand is they don't necessarily deal with like your marriage breaking up. They go back further Mm -hmm. to figure out why, you became attracted to people that maybe don't treat you well. see, like, well. I feel like
0: I already know that, like, cause that's, you know, my childhood traumas and the wounds and like the, now it's just breaking the pattern, you know? Well, yeah.
3: But I think, okay, clock is ticking time to do
0: it, <laughs> but I already have my babies. So like, that's where I'm like, eh, like, I don't, but-,
3: right, but now it's time to do you like time right. to not repeat these patterns that you've been doing yeah. because what you have to do is be attracted to the good guy. (laughs) Uh... Do you like, okay. So with the good guy and I don't want to get into it, but we will. (laughs) Do you, are you sexually attracted to the good guy or does that get messed up by that push pull thing that you've had in the past?
0: I definitely think that if you have chemistry doesn't matter with what, whether it's the good or the bad. Cause I, I will say I've had, I've, I've felt the sexiest and like have had, you know, like I just, I, I, since like, I feel super sexy now. So like, I don't think that plays a role in like the good guy aspect of it. Cause it, but here's the thing. But if it's not like the same kind of chemistry, then that would be really hard. But I don't think that, I don't think it, really matters on All right, like so, that, side so we of it. can
3: check attraction isn't the problem okay what about this like when the good guy texts you do you get a flutter or what happens
0: i think where people i think in the beginning there's always that right like when you start something and you get on an app or you meet someone new you're like okay you get that flutter you get that instant like Adrenaline, endorphin hit, like it's it's a great feeling, and then it's just like any other thing that starts to fade. So you have to be like, okay, that's that's where it's like, when that fades, do you still want to be with this person and still talk to them and still text with them and stuff?
3: Yeah, I think you get attracted. Okay, tell me if I'm way off the mark with this. I think you get attracted to the oh, it's going wrong. Let me do this, let me do this to get it back good again. Let it, And then that becomes kind of the challenge to you. And then it's like, then the relationship's better and it's cruising for a minute. And then it hits a speed bump and you're like, okay, let me work to get this back again. And it's just that up down that you get so addicted to.
0: Yeah, and that's what I don't want anymore. <laughs> like, I'm just like, I just wanted to like be chill and like not the up and down because I can't, I can't emotionally handle that anymore. Like that's just something that I don't want anymore. Like there's, and obviously I have things that I have to work on for the next relationship, but I just want to just not have that. And I I can only ask for the good.
3: Does the good guy have a chance with you right now? Does the good guy have a chance with you right now?
0: In this moment, a no. Yeah. Because I need like I need time to like accept the goodness
3: is that just bs Jana? what if you just say i want the good guy and i'm gonna do this
0: when i when i feel like i deserve (laughs) that i will i just am not there yet i know but i'm not there yet i need more therapy
3: (laughs) i don't but what if maybe you don't what if you say i'm gonna try this with the good guy what if you just i don't know forced yourself you're strong and then in six months see how it is
0: Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I just I think it's different because like kids and honestly, like, I don't want I don't want to fail. I I, I just I feel like a relationship failure. (laughs) So I just am like, I just it's easier just to just to heal. And then I don't think so. You have you're very like a serial monogamous. You've had
3: these long, what I consider successful relationships. They just weren't perfect.
0: Well, nothing's perfect, but those they were just destructive. <laughs> so, there will be with a good guy or not a good guy, there will never be a perfect relationship. It just won't be a fucking bomb going off every 2 minutes, okay? <laughs> like that's that's the difference. <laughs>
3: you can't do worse.
0: I, <laughs> <laughs> yeah I'm like don't hit me don't cheat on me and please don't say mean words to me like the bar is the bar about- is very low people <laughs> like and that's very so what sad if you
3: just had a good time now okay I have another question because um, I, I I get this do you think you could date date around
0: I'm not a dater I'm not like I just I don't do well at that I'm like ugh, like I don't know it's how to serious. date I don't like games like I don't like to do buy Texas but like I just don't like it I'm like Yeah, it's not my thing
3: seems kind of bananas to me. But like, is that what you're supposed to try? Are you supposed to try that dating multiple people? I mean,
0: that sounds miserable. And one of the reasons why I didn't want to get divorced. (laughs) Yeah, I was like, I don't want to date. That sounds awful. Would you ever be the bachelor?
3: Would you ever be the bachelorette?
0: Oh, my. Uh, Okay, (laughs) first of all, I'd be like the grandma of the bachelorettes, like so old. 30 uh, because I'm gonna be 38 in December so I don't think they would ever ever um
3: pretend who cares would you do it and do you think that you would thrive (laughs) in that situation could you pull that off
0: I could never be a bachelorette like I know I can never be like on the bachelor like with a bunch of other girls like it would just be too hard for me like but I could I, I actually I take that back it'd be fun to like form relationships and not care about the guy but, no, I would do The Bachelorette. Yeah, I would do it.
3: Yeah, <laughs> I think that's sort of, like, conducive to you. Well, let's, okay, I have so many questions. Could you do apps? Like, could you go on
0: apps? Well, I said uh, a few weeks ago that I've, like, I've been on and off of uh, a dating app because I'm, like, this, I hate this thing. And then because my friend Caitlin was like, you know, you're not getting any connections because you you have photo of your kids up. And I'm like, well, I'm a mom. Like, I'm going to put a picture of my kids. Like, and so I just kind of go, I just, I'm not like, uh, uh, eh. what
3: about just the old, good old setup? How do you feel about that? Like somebody just sets you <laughs> up. Like I could do a setup for you. Like you don't even know. Like oh, I've really? got guys lining up. I've got guys that are begging oh, me. please, to Amy. You. No. Oh, oh. That is a hundred percent like who? But would you do it?
0: I just I don't know. I don't know. Like who?
3: Well, I mean, now I need to really put my mind to it. (laughs) She's like, no one. (laughs) No, no, no. I do have a few, and it's like, I think I can't. Setups are tricky, but I think they could work for you because you have to turn it over to somebody else. Going, this person knows this guy is an all-around good guy.
0: Yeah. That's tricky.
3: Okay. Well, let's just, what's your age range and will they, can they be out of Nashville? Let's just do this. Let's just play with
0: it. Oh my gosh. Um, no, I'm good. I'm just going to focus on (laughs) me. No, 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 no. What would be the ultimate age
3: range? And can they be in California?
0: They can be wherever they want. Um, 36 to 50. Can we lower it to like 32? Oh. No. <laughs> I, I think you could do d- so easily. No, so easily. No, I, I had that last time. Didn't work.
3: Okay, but you know what's a positive? And I have other friends in very similar situations to you. You're laughing and you're open to it. I think that that is a step in the right direction. Like you might not be able to really feel better yet, but the light is sort of out there. Like, I won't even say it's quite at the end of the tunnel, but it's like soon it will be. It's like you're you're I know you had like I knew because when we texted earlier today, I literally was like, I need to be really steady for Jana right now because she's bummed like you. It's pretty easy for your friends to know. Like,
0: oh, yeah, I my I wear my emotions like,
3: <laughs> yeah, like <All> no <laughs> friend of yours has ever wondered because I'm like Jana's having an shitty day. We got to have her back. And so my thing is like you work through it and I know you're in pain but you're also like laughing and open to these things we're talking about it.
0: Yeah. I mean before I would date anyone though, I would I would I would um I would try out the good guy first.
3: <laughs> I think you have to be good guys only. And if they're a little bit boring, you need to give them 10 more tries.
0: <laughs> Well, Amy, how's that going for you in your relationship? Is that is that going good for you? Gianna? those who cannot do, teach. <laughs>
3: <laughs> so like everything you experience, I fully understand because it's hard to be, for some reason I use attraction, to be attracted to the dull, nice guy. We're going to get a lot of emails from the nice guys going F you. But it's like sometimes you, girls are attracted to that Bad boy, why? Yeah. Explain that to me. Oh,
0: well, we'll have to get Dr. Hillary back on for that, but yeah, um, but we will do that some other time. Maybe we'll bring Graham on, and he can he can talk about the good guys and and, and, uh, and you know how they're doing out there.
3: <laughs> we definitely should because I would love to hear his perspective of dealing with women like you who are <laughs> like attracted when he's like, I'm great.
0: Yeah. And I love his confidence, too. Like, he's like, you know, I'm not going to wait around, but I'm also, you know, going to.
3: And he's so handsome. Did you look at his Instagram last week? Because he posted a picture like in the back of a truck. And I was like, dude,
0: (laughs) he's very handsome.
3: (laughs) Right. So why can't you just throw caution to the wind and try it.
0: Amy, I have healing to do. <laughs> Stop trying to make fetch happen. It's not going to happen.
3: <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm interrupting your me time. I'm sorry. I'm interrupting your me
0: Jesus. Time. All right. <laughs> dying.
3: We'll keep working through it. I love you so much. Thanks for making way. me laugh. Like,
0: I went from bawling my eyes out to laughing. So I appreciate y'all.
3: <laughs> I love you. And I hope you see yourself the way everyone else sees you, that you're just trying to figure this Crap out.
0: Exactly. And I'm and I'm sorry that um y'all just heard this um one-on-one conversation with me and Amy, <laughs> my producer. <laughs> but hopefully we all know that we deserve the good guy. And um, but you have to do your work, your healing, and you need to know that you're enough. And just like me, I tattooed it on. So one day, <laughs> you know, I don't know. We'll figure it out. Stay tuned for next week. <laughs> These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This project is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease.
3: The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best informed business reporters around the world.
0: We cover the stories behind what's moving money
1: in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleha
2: Mosen.
3: And I'm David Gurra. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
0: Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine. Hosted by me, Danielle Robay. And me, Simone Boyce.